0: The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here. And for World Diabetes Awareness Month, we are doing something a little bit different every single day in November we will be releasing a brand new episode with practical tips, practical insight and practical advice you can implement with your own diabetes management. This is 30 days to change your life with type 1 diabetes. But remember, this is all from my own experience. If you have any issues or concerns regarding your own diabetes, please contact a medical professional. Now, enjoy this episode. So today's topic is treating high blood sugar. And (laughs) if you listen to this podcast, you definitely know how much I hate high blood sugars. It's probably a controversial thing to say in the diabetes world, but I (laughs) much prefer being lower than higher. I hate the feeling of being high. I feel as if my blood is like hotter than it normally is. I feel sticky. I feel groggy. I have a headache. And it's just not a place that I want to be physically and mentally. So I try to avoid highs as much as possible, understandably. That doesn't mean that my blood sugar doesn't still go high from time to time. And that's part of managing your diabetes. You're going to get highs. You're going to get lows. So what I want to do is just briefly go through how I treat my high blood sugars. So. I will treat high blood sugars in in various different ways, but I'm just going to keep it nice and simple and brief for you. So if my blood sugar is high and I know it's stubborn and I know it's staying there and I know I don't have active insulin on board, so it's not coming back down. A few things that I do. Number one, I try and identify where that high actually came from. Now, that's not massively valuable in that moment of time, But that gives me a greater ability to avoid a similar type of high in the future. Because if I know this is why I went high, then I can potentially do something different moving forward. Now, because I'm already high, I'm trying to keep my sanity. I'm trying not to get too stressed out, trying not to get too frustrated. I will drink plenty of water because I want to try and flush it out of my system. I want to rehydrate because we can become dehydrated a lot faster and a lot easier when our blood sugar is higher. That's generally why when you're initially diagnosed, you're so dehydrated and you feel horrendous, to say the very least. So I drink plenty of water. If I can, I will try and move, meaning can I be active? Can I go out for a 5, 10, 15 minute walk to try and naturally bring my blood sugars down, try and increase my insulin sensitivity so that my blood sugar isn't as stubborn as it would be if I was just sitting down watching TV. The next thing I'll do is, this isn't in a particular order by the way, these are just the things that I pay attention to. I will consider physically taking insulin because if my blood sugar is high and it's stubborn, obviously taking a correction dose is going to work well to bring my blood sugar down. Now, It's really important, much like your insulin to carb ratio, that you have some clarity around your correction dose or your correction ratio. Instead of saying, my blood sugar is high and I'm just going to take a random dose of insulin and hope for the best. And then you inevitably crash and you're frustrated and pissed off. Try and have clarity around what you actually need. And for me, I know that one unit of insulin brings me down three millimoles per liter or 54-ish milligrams per deciliter. Which means if my blood sugar is sitting at 10 or sitting at 180, if I take one unit of insulin, it should bring me down from 10 to about 7 millimoles and from 180 milligrams per deciliter down to about 130 milligrams per deciliter should. So by me simply understanding that fact for myself, I know that if I'm at 10, I can take one unit. If I'm at 15, I can take two or three units. If I'm higher, I can take more. So it's about understanding much like your insulin to carb ratio. How high am I? Do I require an insulin dose to bring it back down? And if I do, what's my calculation for it? Do I have a a system in place that allows me to correct the high as fast as possible without seeing that big rebound drop or rebound hypo? So, as I said, I drink plenty of water. I move if I can. I'll take a correction dose if needed. My next meal won't have carbohydrate. And the purpose of that for me is it just gives me more clarity and simplicity around my blood sugar over the next one, two, three, four-ish hours. If I feel as if my blood sugars are still kind of settling from a high blood sugar, my next meal being, say, mostly protein, mostly veg, but small enough that doesn't require insulin, it just lets me know that, ah, yeah, my blood sugar is just going to continue to settle here. I don't want to risk another high or another drop that soon after just correcting a high. And again, much like I said at the start, it's really important that instead of you just being frustrated and annoyed and reacting too quickly, that you actually analyze why your blood sugar is high. And something that I always say to myself and something that I want you to take is, Analyze objectively, don't react emotionally. Easier said than done. But if you actually understand my blood sugar is high because of X, it gives you more confidence and it gives you a greater ability next time to do something different or to avoid something so that your blood sugar isn't going as high so frequently.